The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. The church is in charge. I'm going to say it one more time. The church is in charge. It is the most powerful institution in the world ever. Joel chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. God is coming to set up his throne. The very foundation of the throne of God is justice. So there's been a lot of injustice in the land. Satan has built a system, and it takes sin to keep it going. If he stops sinning in that system, Satan's system will break down. He can't stand God because God is going to bring in holiness, righteousness, integrity, love, light, and you have never seen where darkness can take out light. Light is always stronger than darkness. Good is always stronger than evil. Come on now. It's a new day. God is establishing authority because there's a higher authority than the natural authority in the land. There is a higher authority than the U.S. Supreme Court. There is a higher authority than the Congress of the United States. There is a higher authority than the White House. There is an authority that comes from God. Now let's go and look at that in a couple of places. Let's go at Isaiah chapter 33, please. Isaiah chapter 33. Now the devil doesn't like it because you represent the higher authority and that the justice system of the earth is one of the number one targets of demonic abuse. And the reason why it is is because it affects the laws and the laws affect a lot of people. So now here is God and he's speaking about who he is right here. And he says this, he says in verse 22, for the Lord is our who? Judge. The Lord is our who? Lawgiver. The Lord is our who? King. So that takes Supreme Court, that's the Congress, and that's the White House. So if I go on the way back, come to Genesis chapter 18, please. This is Moses, uh, Abraham now. And this is when God is telling Abraham he's going to destroy Sodom. Now understand, God is a just God. Say God is a just God. Matter of fact, it talks about the habitation of his throne. I'll go to that scripture in just a minute. So here's verse 23, and Abraham drew near and said, Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure, there be 50 righteous within the city. Will thou also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be, the, uh, should be as the wicked? That be far from thee. Shall not the judge of how much of the earth? All the earth, come on, do right. Now he's not talking about the judge of Chicago. He's not talking about the judge of Mississippi. He's not talking about the judge of the East Coast. He's not talking about the appellate courts. He's not talking about some supreme courts of, of the different nations. He's talking about the judge of all the earth. 
So there is a judge of all the earth that people can go to when they don't feel that they're being treated right in the courts of the earth. Now, this message has got to be preached, and because vengeance hadn't been preached, many times we've been victims. But those days are over now. And not only are those days over, but everything the devil stole, he's got to recompense. Boy, that's good preaching right there. Now, this has got to come to pass because that's what's happening in the earth is that God is coming to set up his throne. Turn to Psalm 97 real quick. God is coming to set up his throne. Where do you think he's setting up his throne at? Where do you think it's going to be eventually set up? Right down here in this earth, folks. Look at Psalm 97 and look at verse verse 1 and 2. The Lord reigneth, let the earth rejoice, and let the multitude of isles be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. Now it says righteousness and judgment there. But that judgment translates what? Justice. So righteousness and justice are the foundation or habitation of his throne. So the very foundation of the throne of God is justice. God is a God of justice. Say he's a God of justice. So there's been a lot of injustice in the land. Now let's go to Psalm chapter 75. And in Psalm chapter 75, we see here where he says, verse 6, for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west, keep going, nor from the south, verse 7, but God is the who? Judge. Keep going. He puts down one, come on, and sets up another. Well, what happened to Nebuchadnezzar? He didn't believe that. Nebuchadnezzar was a Babylonian ruler who thought he was all that. Y'all know what I mean by all that? Oh, he thought he, hey man, he thought his breath didn't stink, man. He, he knew that he was the man. So what happened? Here's God. Came to him. Said, I'm about to take you out. Because Nebuchadnezzar got too proud. Got too much. I'll take you down. Well, Nebuchadnezzar didn't quite believe that. Daniel translated it for him. Said, hey, he's going to take you out. And he's gonna, he, 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 uh, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream or image. And it looked like a tree that got cut off, but the stump was left there. And then so forth. He asked for interpretation. Daniel said, let me give you interpretation. You're coming out of there. Matter of fact, you're going to come out and you're going to be like an animal. You're going to have hair grow out on your body and you're going to be on fours like an ox and you're going to eat grass just like an animal. Somebody say wolf man. And you're going to eat grass just like an animal. And so as he goes out, they tell me in Hebrew, that's what it says. And, and Josephus says that. And so as a result of that, he's going to be out there eating grass. Well, he didn't quite believe that because he thought he was all that. Well, what did God do? Boom. Took him right out. Took him right out. Took him out. Next thing you know, he was out there. And the Bible says he will be out there till seven seasons pass over. So he had to wait seven years, seven years pass over. Next thing you know, it says, until you acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. I'm putting it in my own words now. Until you acknowledge that Jehovah is God. And he acknowledged it, that Jehovah was God. God put him back up there. I'm telling you, he'll take one down, put one up. You don't have nothing to worry about. I sure hope so and so act right. If he don't act right, we can put him down and put another one up. 
You see what I'm saying? Because this hasn't been preached. We've just been wondering, well, we just going to labor under this or labor under that. Folks, you don't have to do that. The church is in charge. I'm going to say it one more time. The church is in charge. It is the most powerful institution in the world ever. Joel chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. You can see it yourself. So, I'm saying here that the justice system of the earth is one of the main targets of demonic abuse. And the reason why it is, is because it controls so many people. Another example is Daniel. Daniel chapter, three, chapter 6. So Daniel, what did he do? Daniel uh, was being raised up because of the excellent spirit that was on him. And he's being raised up in a heathen kingdom. Well, some of his co-workers got mad about him getting so high because he was a Jew and they plotted against him. Said we can't find anything against him except something against his God. So notice they're going after one man. All the devil is plotting against one person because when one person rises, other folks will see it. But anyway, so here he was. What did they do with him? They made a law. What did they make a law say? No one can pray to any God other than the king for the next 30 days. What did Daniel do? Come on now. What did he do? He went right up into his room. Come on. Open the windows. Isn't that wonderful? Now, what you got to know is you're divinely positioned. Pharaoh could have very easily ordered Moses' head to cut, be cut off. But did he do it? No. no. Can't touch you. Can't touch you. When he said, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm, folks, that's more than words. He said, the angel of the Lord will encamp around about you and keep you. That's Psalm 34 and verse 7. Now, my point to you is, is this. If you don't know this, then you're shaking your boots. And you're shaking your boots and fear comes in and connects you with the devil and now he can do something to you. But once you know who you are and who's you've been, who you've been sent by... A boldness will rise up inside you say, hey, because this whole system is crooked. Now, let me help you out there. Turn with me to Ezekiel chapter 28. All right, this is talking about Satan. Here's the key. The world is groaning under a curse. Now, how did it get here? Through Adam and Eve's sin. Okay, so this, this death and all this, this world was never made for that. The Bible says once Cain killed Abel, the Bible says Abel's blood was crying to God from the ground. So blood does speak. And, 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 and the, the garden, when it was made, the garden was, the garden was not the best. The garden was the starting place. It was the hardest place that man was going to live. You, <laughs> I was using, did illustration more. If you're a carpenter and you build houses, you first built your first house. By the time you built your 50th house, wouldn't that be much better than the first house? What'd you have learned? All right, that's all I want to know. So <laughs> God created man for the blessing to be on him to release that blessing to replenish or renew this earth. 
and it needs renewing. That blessing was supposed to renew your body. You're supposed to live 120 years. That blessing supposed to be renewing your cells just like that so that you can live 120 years. Something get wrong with your body, boom, your blessing. Boom, Lord have mercy. Yeah. Put, put it up there on the board right quick. Put up there Romans, Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, does it dwell in you? That spirit, that blessing dwells in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead, keep going, shall also quicken. That word quicken, look at some translations, restore life to your mortal body. Some part of your body start breaking down that, that, that part, some things supposed to replenish. Are you following what I'm saying? That's why he said, physician, heal thyself. Y'all gonna get it. We're gonna talk about this blessing some, boy. You gonna, we, gonna, we gonna get back on that because I can see right now. So as we look at this, the blessing is much more powerful today than it was in Eden. And, and in this, this Babylonian system has kicked in and in Ezekiel, now let me show you where it started at. I'll just show you that I, I got a little more time. Look, look where, it, you put something at Ezekiel chapter 28. Do you have, have that place right there? Now come back, flip back to Genesis chapter 10 real quick. I'm almost done. Genesis chapter 10. Are y'all with me so far? Genesis chapter 10. Satan is a thief. And he comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. See? Now he'd rather steal from you rather than kill you. Because he needs you to keep gathering up the things of the earth. So this Babylonian system, I want you to see it now. Look at verse t chapter 10 and verse 6. And the sons of Ham were Cush, Miseram, Put, and Canaan. Come on down to verse um, 8. And Cush begat Nimrod. He began to be a mighty hunter in the earth. Nimrod was the first leader, but he was a leader of rebellion against God. Verse, verse 9. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Before means in the Hebrew against Wherefore, it is said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord, and the beginning of his kingdom was what? Babel, standing for Babylon. So Babylon was the beginning of his kingdom. Babylon wants God out. Let's go back to Ezekiel now, Ezekiel chapter 28. Look at verse 15. This is talking about Satan, and his name was Lucifer, and he lost his status with God. He was a part of the music that flowed into the throne. But he lifted up himself in pride, thought he was so beautiful, and he committed uh, high treason in heaven. He went against God, and the Bible says iniquity was found in him. Got it? Iniquity was found in him. Now, verse 15. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created. God created him till iniquity was found in it. Got it? 
So iniquity was found in him. So it's interesting about what's in a person. Whatever's in a person is that which is produced out of a person. Y'all with me? So Satan is the God of what? This world. Say this world system. Where did this system come from? It came from him. He's the architect. And iniquity is in him. So a man who's got iniquity in him can't produce anything good. He's got to produce what's in it. So the system that he's produced is a system of wickedness. Now watch this. He, he can't stand God because God is going to bring in holiness, righteousness, integrity, love, light, and you have never seen where darkness can take out light. Light is always stronger than darkness. Good is always stronger than evil. Come on now. Amen. I'm just telling you love is stronger, come on, than hate. It's a more powerful force. Are you following what I'm saying? So I'm saying here that Satan has built a system and it takes sin to keep it going. If he stops sinning in that system, Satan's system will break down. So he needs people to lie, cheat, steal, murder, sell drugs. He, he's got to have it. If he doesn't have it, it'll break down. The system that you see out here in this natural Babylonian system is rotten to the core. Even when it looks like it's good, it's bad. And people try to go to that system and get an education without God. So they get an education without God and come back and somebody talk to them about God. They said, oh, there's, there's really no God. That, it, it's just all so forth and so on. That's what that system did because it told them that they're God. It told them that because they got a PhD, they don't need to know nothing about God. And the Bible says only a fool says there is no God. <laughs> so I'm not I'm just telling you, the education dumped God out because if God came in there, then the education system will be different than it is now. So what did the enemy do? He goes to the legal system, get a court system, have them to make a law that you can't get a Bible in a school. And the people of God, because they had no knowledge of vengeance and recompense, they went along with the program. But the days of our It's a new day. God's people are getting knowledge now. The Bible says in John 10, 10, the thief cometh not before to steal, to kill, and destroy. Jesus said, but I am come. There's two systems, see, that you might have what? Lies and have it how? Let's go to Isaiah 61 real quick. Are y'all following what I'm saying? We are about to put Satan out of business. 
where he wants us to hate somebody, we're going to love them. <laughs> where he wants us to cheat somebody, we're going to treat them honestly. Say amen to that. I'm saying everything that's in that system, it takes that to make it keep going. If you take the hate out of it, it'll stop. If you take uh, darkness out of it, it'll come to a halt. And I'm saying you and I are coming with a culture of heaven. We're coming where people would normally get back and retaliate against somebody. We're just going to love them and say, and say this, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I got a daddy that's going to see that you give me my stuff back. Say amen to that. It's got to be preached, folks. Got to be preached. So what did Moses do? Let my people go, Pharaoh. Okay, I'm not going to let them go. Okay, all right. Here comes some hailstorm. Let them go, Pharaoh. I'm not going to let them go. Okay, here comes blood and all the water. Let them go, Pharaoh. All right, here comes lice. Here comes frogs. Frogs in the bathroom. Frogs in the refrigerator. Frogs in the bed. Frogs everywhere. And he came down there and said, are you ready to let them go? He said, I'll let them go tomorrow. Who wants to sleep with frogs one more night? I'm telling you, if frogs are in your house, you can get rid of them tonight. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to stay with that problem one more night. He said in Luke chapter 18, avenge me of my adversary. He was talking to the unjust judge. You can make the devil get up your stuff tonight. Get up off of your kids tonight. Get up off of your body tonight. Get up off of your business tonight. You don't need to wait one more day and deal with no frauds. Get the curse out of your life right now. Boy, I'm preaching better than you saying amen. What am I telling you? I'm telling you something. Everything that's contrary to the kingdom of God is about to be pulled under subjection. I don't know what the wicked got going, but it ain't going to be going much longer. Because before Jesus comes back, Satan is going to be under our feet. That's Bible, folks. Nothing can stop God. He's the judge of all the earth. And he doesn't take sides. You take his side. He's too big to take sides. Chapter 61, verse 8. I, the Lord, love judgment or justice, and I hate what? Rob. Now, what is he talking about? If they owe you something, you can't go out there, take a gun, stick them up, say, give me my stuff back. Won't happen. That's in the flesh. That's what's happening with folks now. Satan is using them because they're in the flesh. He's using certain folk to curse other folk. You got to watch that because he'll, he'll try to use people 
to steal from other folk. So I just came back from India. What happened? Pastor got a hold of this message. He said, Pastor, let me tell you what happened. He said, they had a group who went down and forged a land deed, went to the courthouse, got an eviction for my family, and came out on Friday at 4 o'clock so we wouldn't have time to appeal all during the weekend and put us off our land, put everything out and had a huge celebration on Saturday and invited all their friends and relatives. Look at our new land we got. And they forged the whole thing. Pastor, we got it back, but it took three years with a battery of lawyers and if we didn't have the money, we would have lost it. And people are losing their land over in this country like that every day. That's Babylon. But we know the judge. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoy that. Now, remember now, God is the highest authority. And this, when things are not going right in the earth, we can take it up to another level. Now, this is for believers. And that's one of the reasons why you need to know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Now, once you get born again, the blessing is on you. Now, what does the blessing do? It's perpetually renews and supplies the blessing, the blessing of Abraham, the blessing that was on Isaac, the blessing that was on Jacob and Joseph, the blessing the Bible says now has come on the Gentiles, can come on us through Jesus Christ. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 11, it says, the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you. And he that raised up Christ from the dead quickens or restores life to your mortal body. The authority of God now is coming in through the blessing of God and parts of our body. You know, we were made to live 120 years. Praise the Lord. And I'm talking about, you know, people say, well, what about 70 or 80 years? That was a disobedient bunch that died in the, in the desert. But God is saying, hey, our bodies are supposed to live much longer. And it's supposed to be the blessing operating in us to renew and supply the parts of our body that are getting worn out. I'm saying this is a powerful, powerful teaching. Now, this and so much more are in this teaching. And you need to get the tape so that you can get a revelation how the church is in charge before Jesus Christ comes back. And the enemy is under our feet. Nothing can stop the justice of God. He is the judge over all the earth. Well, until next time, this is Bill Winston saying, we love you and keep walking by faith. The church is in charge. I'm going to say it one more time. The church is in charge. It is the most powerful institution in the world ever. Joel chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. God is coming to set up his throne. The very foundation of the throne of God is justice. So there's been a lot of injustice in the land. Satan has built a system and it takes sin to keep it going. If he stops sinning in that system, Satan's system will break down. He can't stand God because God is going to bring in holiness, righteousness, 
integrity, love, light, and you have never seen where darkness can take out light. Light is always stronger than darkness. Good is always stronger than evil. Come on now. It's a new day. Stand in your divine position and rise above the curse of this earth in the redemptive power of Jesus Christ. In Pastor Winston's revelation-filled teaching, The Authority of God's Justice. To order on CD or DVD by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Order The Authority of God's Justice today. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.